Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks Podcast, and I'm here with Cherie Curry. Hey, Cherie. Laura, how the heck are you? I'm, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm pretty awesome, too. And it's I'm stoked to, to talk awesome. to you. Oh, thank you. I feel the same way. And good I, to talk to you, too, my friend. And I feel really special that you're talking to me on the day that your album releases. Well, you know what? I wouldn't rather be talking to anybody else but you. <laughs> With everything that you do for women and rock Aww. and all that, are you kidding? I mean, um, I tip my hat to you, my friend. I really do. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Well, I have to tell you, in preparation for this interview, I watched the Runaways movie. And that was, <laughs> that was pretty fun. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I got to brush up on my Cherie Curry, uh, you know, history. And uh... <laughs> Well, you won't really get it, the real history from that movie, but. Um... <laughs> That's okay. I'm it's actually... still fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is fun. And, and it's really neat how they captured the 70s because that is not an easy task. Yeah, for sure. That's and so true. yeah, Dakota Fanning was amazing. Kristen Stewart, Michael Shannon. You just couldn't wish for uh, a better a band of actors. I know, that's they did sure. a good job. They really did. Yeah. Really did. Yes. Anyway, you know, you know how it is. We're all home. So I was like, what can I watch on Netflix now? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, yeah. this is the perfect thing. So, but what I really want to talk about is your new album, Boulevards of Splendor, right? And, that's it. Yeah. So I, I understand this is a, this is a little bit of a long time coming. So, Sure. Yeah, it's been 10, 10 years yeah. since, since Matt and I made this record. And, and Kenny also produced a, a, a couple of tracks as well. And, uh, you know, this this album, you know, there were times we were going to release it, but then Blackheart didn't, they didn't have the time. And it just never seemed, our stars never seemed to line up. And, uh, but in a pandemic, I guess uh, there isn't any <laughs> There isn't any excuse. <laughs> I mean, everybody's everybody's here. Yeah. So I guess this is yeah. And and they've been honestly uh, when they released the the vinyl uh, for Record Store Day, uh -huh. um, and I had a record coming out with Bree Darling, a uh, Fanny called The Motivator. Um, we we knew that they were going to release this. I just didn't know when, and I just think it's a perfect time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's awesome, and I love it, and I love, like, you You work with some great people on it, too. That is just the fact that it's the company I keep, and that was Matt Sorum. <laughs> well, you keep excellent company. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I mean, you know, I'm a chainsaw carver from the Valley. I didn't have these kind of friends, but Matt did, yeah. and the fact that they wanted to participate was so neat and and I was humbled by it and you know they treated me so well as I treat everybody because you know I grew up in a way that you know you just everybody's the same even though I I do get starstruck no doubt about that and I'm meeting Billy you know Corrigan mm. I was a huge fan of his Brody she was just as sweet as you can be. And she was pregnant when she did this uh, Queens of Noise with me. Wow. And wow. when you meet such good, really 
good human beings. It just makes you so happy that you were in this business, you know, because a lot of people don't turn out that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunately, And it, it, it's, you know, being with people like that inspires you in a different way, too. So well, it makes me better. I mean, you know, Matt, Matt Sorum, he made me better because he was the first producer that I ever worked with that liked my voice the way it was Hmm. and didn't kind of ask me to change it or, you know, it was so funny because even with Holly Knight, when I went over to her house quite often, we were writing and Jake, I brought my son with me, who is just a phenomenal songwriter. He ended up writing a, a song with, with Holly, but uh, she was having me while, while I was there, having me lay down some vocals on some of the songs she'd already written just to see how they, you know, oh, wow, she wanted yeah. to have them for her stash. And she was saying, well, can you please um, sing it? You know, no vibrato. And, Sing it, and I try, and I, my son finally turned around and said, you know what, Holly, <laughs> if you're not going to let my mother be Cherie Curry, I think, Mom, I think we should leave. Yeah, and I turned and, and you said, could just hire any singer for that. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. And, and she turned around, she goes, you're absolutely right, Jake. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, that was such, that was a stand-up for Mom moment that I'll never yeah, forget. Wow, that's kind of awesome. Your son yeah. stepped up, man. That's good. He did. He sure did. Yeah. yeah. But Matt, Matt made me really very comfortable yeah. making this record. And, and you know what, when you don't feel like someone's standing on your throat, you can actually get some stuff done. Yeah. I mean, it is so interesting how the right producer can com- change everything, change the whole vibe of everything that you're doing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. That's awesome. So what's your like, do you have a like a favorite shining moment in the production of the album? There were so many, to be honest with you. The the whole record was just such an experience for me. I I don't think I can actually pick anything out. You know, I, I, I every day was was just something new and exciting was happening, and you know, meeting these great people that 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 treated me like I was one of them was really mm-hmm. super cool. I think that I have to walk away with that is just how good people really are. Because when you're out of the business for a long time, as I had been, you know, uh, sometimes you see people or I've known a lot of people in this business, like I said before, that didn't turn out that way. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they kind of changed with their stardom and that, disheart that that's very disheartening for me you know because it is a gift it is a gift and and it's luck and people forget that it's hard work sure but it is luck a lot of luck and timing and when you're lucky enough to have a big hit you know or more than one you know um you know, don't lose yourself yeah, because yeah. it's very, very unattractive. But I will say this, like I've met so many people in the industry. It always is amazing how many people are still cool and nice and helpful and want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. So there's the, that other side too, which is that there is. is. And, and I, and I have to call it out whenever I see it because, you know, and, I, and of course, I mean, I'm just very grateful when people are themselves and, you know, because I could see them coming if they're not. Yeah. You can feel I've the got, energy, I've got, right? I've got You're the, like, yeah. ooh. <laughs> yeah, I've got the BS meter just going, going, like, ooh, 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 ooh. Hail 
with you. I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it. You got the gut reaction. You like. You're like no. But yeah. But that's great. I'm glad it went so well, and I'm glad that you got it out and into the world. And I think um, as part of it, you revisited Queens of Noise, right? So how was that for you? Well, you know what? I had been doing a lot of shows between the time I left the Runaways. Of course, I was with my sister for a very short period of time, my twin Marie. And then I would, you know, do shows here and there with Sandy West all the time. So, Uh you know, and and we would play Runaways songs and Queens of Noise was one of them. So when um, Matt had asked about uh, us coming together and doing doing a runaway song that was the first suggestion I had was Queens of Noise and and it he just loves Sandy West I'm so it's it's so sad that she's not here to see it yeah. even though I do believe that she's she's still around us uh she's just that kind of girl <laughs> that she would right. she would hang out and um and to pay such homage to her I thought was wonderful I mean he played everything exactly the way she played it because she's that good yeah, and that speaks volumes of Sandy's talent. Yeah, that someone I, I like Matt. That, um, I watched that video when Matt was talking about playing um, her her parts, and it was it was cool. Yeah, it's cool. He yeah. was like he had mad respect for that, so that was really that was really great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I I love the project that you did with Bree as well. Like, how did you guys connect? Well, I went as a background singer to sing on uh, Fanny Walk the Earth. Um, Patty Quattro and I were friends on Facebook, and Brie was looking for women that had been in the industry, and Patty just happened to say, well, you know, I'm a friend with Cherie on Facebook, and they reached out to me, and I jumped at the chance. And then um, to see... To, they, they sent me the song when we need her and I just loved Bree's voice. So when I walked in to be, you know, a gang vocalist really yeah. for the song, uh, their, their single, um, I just wanted to, I just said, where's the lead singer? You know, because I just loved her voice so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I went and I told her because I think it's so important that women do that. And so we, you know, raise our, each other up instead of being jealous or whatever, which is a lot of times what I've witnessed throughout my, you know, 40 plus years in the business. And, and, um, and I just went over and I told her that I loved her voice and, and that she was awesome. And, and um, then I kind of stepped out a little bit as a singer and they liked that. And they brought me in to sing uh, without the other uh, guests on the record. And, her husband, Dave Darling, who's a, you know, six-time Grammy-nominated producer, uh, said, we really need to make a record together. And again, it's like, right, sure. <laughs> and, uh, but he believed it. And um, me and Bree, we started doing some recording at their studio, and I really enjoyed it. So we decided we were going to give it a go. And we did. And so we toured a little bit on that record. It's a great record, and I love the motivator. I love that song, and uh, you know, it's it was it's been a lot of fun with Bree. Yeah, it's it, she's got a great energy too. Like you, you know, like what you were saying, the bullshit meter. She's got the she's got the good vibe meter going. <laughs> she does well. Yeah, because I mean, I wouldn't work with her if she didn't. Yeah. 
But that's for yeah. Isn't it interesting though? Like you walk into a situation and you don't know that you're gonna like connect with this person that's gonna be like your creative partner in a project. It's just a random, you know. Well, it's kind of crazy, Laura, because I mean, I I was I was selling my house at the time. I was. I was in escrow for some land up north. I was done with this business. I mean, I really didn't want anything to do with it anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I I never expected to see Boulevard of Splendor come out. And I just wanted to build a couple cabins and be a carver and and get away from, you know, what this business can really do to you. You know, and I just kind of felt like, like I was, you know, coming up on. 60 years old it was time to move on and do what I love doing and that's carving and uh and then Bree steps into my life and now um I'm here for another few years and we just and now with Boulevards of Splendor and it's great you know yeah. it's like I, I it rekindled my love for the industry and my love to of, of performing and and it was a, a moment in time with Brie as well that, you know, I cherish. So whether we make another record or not, we do have a four album deal. But, you know, we're not sure right now right. what's going to happen. We're just um, we're just enjoying a great friendship and see what happens with that. And like with this record as well. I mean, right now we're all in quarantine. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll yeah, be nice I'm, to be out of that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing you normally would be, you know, performing some of your stuff live but i don't know and i've got a big yeah i've got a big cigar store indian that's been sitting out there and i've been carving away at that now for quite some time and i i need to finish that and and this audio version of my book which is you know a lot of uh i mean wow you know i the original that i wrote a young adult book with neil schusterman in 1989 it came out and then I wrote an adult version when the movie came out mm. and came out that came out through Harper Collins it books. And now they've, they're having me do the audio version. And it's kind of like, you, you think that you've put your past to rest because <laughs> having to go through that and having to remember all this stuff is not pleasant. Yeah. I mean, more unpleasant than pleasant. That's for sure. And now, um, I, I'm on I'm on chapter ten right now, and let me tell you, I mean it's shocking. I mean it really is shocking when you when you say it out loud, your yeah. own your own words of what what you went through and a lot of stuff that you really shouldn't have made it through at all. So it's you know I'm getting once I'm done with this audio book, I am so done. <laughs> I'm so done. You're like that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i mean nothing more there's nothing more can hurt me after this that's for sure you're like, so, okay time to go forward not backward anymore oh, oh yeah exactly yeah. but i mean but it is also an experience that i wouldn't trade for anything yeah, true of course because it it does really we are so much stronger than we give ourselves credit for yeah, I would Everyone totally is. agree with that. I yeah. mean, I think it's amazing, too, even, you know, what's happening right now. Like, who in a million years, A, would have thought this would be happening? But, you know, a lot of us are figuring out, like, how to, you know, how to deal with it, how to do it. I mean, I think many of us are fortunate that we're not seeing it face-to-face on a daily basis. But Very true. You know, I do feel like you you don't know what you can do until you're faced with, like, having to do it. 
Well, I also really hope that like we're treating the people on the front lines of this, that we remember that our veterans go through this kind of thing all the time, but come home and people don't treat them like the heroes that they are either. So it's like, I hope that when we come out of this, that we don't forget that, that, you know, yes, it's traumatic, but these men and women that are fighting for our freedom every day, they, you know, they don't get this kind of special treatment. And I just hope that, that we really embrace all of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and you hear some stories about what they're dealing with. It's just, it's it's sad and hard and traumatic. And yeah, I'm with you there. It is. And, but yet, you know what? Um, Life is hard and traumatic. I (laughs) mean, you know, it really is. And, uh, and thank God that, that they have the guts to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Well, I want to ask you about your so your your carving. I want to talk about that, and I and I want to know if your your Indian is in your audience now because who else are you going to be playing singing to? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my son Jake Hayes mm-hmm. and my wonderful ex husband Robert Hayes lost their home in the Woosley Fire. Oh. And uh, Jake was actually doing his very first movie. He's an actor as well as a stage performer, singer, you know, writer, extraordinaire producer, plays multiple instruments. All my instruments were in his studio. Um, And uh, Jake was in Texas. So when this and and Bob had had a a, a medical procedure uh, later on in that afternoon, so he wasn't himself when they were evacuated and uh, his girlfriend was very afraid, obviously, because they were, they left without taking anything with oh them. My gosh. Nothing. Not, I mean, I think he took a shirt with him and they didn't even call Jake. So um, everything was lost. I mean, everything. Wow. But Jake now, after being uh, a year later, decides that he wants to come and move into his childhood home, which is this one. <laughs> And uh, so now I have my son here, which is so great because he built the the booth, the sound booth for me to do the the uh, oh, that's the awesome. audio book. Yeah. And I've got him here to do. We were probably going to do a couple little uh, uh, videos for um, you know Boulevards of Splendor, right. and we're going to have a couple of fun people, uh, surprise guests that are going to pop in. Not, I mean, video. <laughs> pop in <laughs> not physically and, uh, you're distancing but <laughs> oh no but i mean pop in via video yeah via video that's awesome yeah 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 but i've got my kid here now and that's really great and he's got his his studio that you know he lost his studio in uh, malibu lake and he lost everything and oh, um man. so now he's got his own room his own bathroom he's got his own studio and he's really happy here <laughs> and i've got a kid that can help me yeah, that's great. I am just, I'm illiterate when it comes to computer stuff and Zoom and all that thing, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah, we're all having to learn a lot of things that, you know, we're like, oh, man, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And it, 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 it is, it is definitely an adjustment. And I mean, I really gave it till the second of May before we had to really, really be getting back to normal. 
because I, I just sense, you know, um, that people aren't going to be as compliant if, 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 if they don't, if they don't at least start loosening things up, it doesn't look like they will. And then that's a little spooky. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I'm in Massachusetts and they're still buckling down here because it's still pretty bad. Um, well, yeah, I, I know it is. Yeah. And, and they opened up some beaches just, you know, probably an hour drive from me. And uh, that did not make our governor very happy. And so now he's saying he's going to crack down on everybody yeah, even more. Yeah. Which, You know, I don't know if that's even the right way to go. I think eventually people have to take responsibility for themselves and as long as you protect yourself, you know, you should be able to do what you need to do to survive. And that is just my gut instinct yeah, on it. I, yeah. You know, so I, I just don't I think poverty is going to kill a, ho- a whole lot more people than this virus is. And um, that's where people are heading. Yeah. Um, and no it's stimulus is going to stop hard decisions for sure. For sure. In the end, yeah. it will be us. It will be yeah. the people that decide. And uh uh, I have a lot of faith in people. I have a lot of yeah. faith that we've got an instinct yeah. that we need to really f- tune into. Right, right. So are you getting a lot of uh, carving done, chainsaw art? Can you share a little bit about how you got started in that? Well, that was, again, you know, if it wasn't for art. The Runaways movie never would have happened because I went to Price Stern and Sloan as an artist for their children's books because I was uh, I was a counselor for drug addicted teens at the time and I had to sit in school with them for two hours a day so I started sketching and I went to them as an artist um, and they asked how long I've been drawing and I said I've been drawing a year and they said how is that possible and I told them about the runaways and about my drug hmm. addiction and they go we've been looking for our, our first young adult book this is it and so I went from you know walking in as an artist to being a author Wow! And then I went from sketching to painting and I painted a tabletop, a skull on a a steer skull. And I just wanted to carve that out. And I became a two dimensional carver, like a relief carver. Mm -hmm. And I went from that to going to the beach one day and seeing a couple of guys chainsaw carving at the side of the road. And I couldn't get it out of my head. And it, it wasn't just it was this voice in my head that kept telling me I had to go back this voice, you know, and I finally two weeks later. I said, all right, already, I'll go back. (laughs) And I walked into this gallery that had these beautiful mermaids and dolphins. And, and, you know, it wasn't that lumberjack crude kind of thing Mm -hmm. I expected. And this voice said, you can do this. I didn't think I could, but the voice said I could. And I I asked if I could uh, apprentice there and they took me on and I started selling stuff right away. I started winning ribbons and then I competed in 2005 in three different uh, hardcore competitions. And I placed in two of them and, and I've just been, I've been a chainsaw carver ever since I've been a carver now for 20 years. That's amazing. See the muse found you. It was like over here. (laughs) Exactly. You know, if if you listen, if you listen, you know, I mean, yeah. And plus, I even had my family, my brother saying, I will not let you do this. Oh, it's man. too dangerous. You are not doing it. And it's like, Don, there is no choice in the matter. Right. I am doing it and I have to do it. And, you know, I can't even imagine where my life would be had I not 
mm-hmm. done what my gut told me I had to do. Yeah. It's like a, it's a nice mixture of like badass and art. <laughs> it is. And and it's it's really kind of cool. It's pretty cool. It, yeah, it's very cool. I'm 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 very very proud. Yeah. Of um Awesome. Of, of doing this this art of mine well i'm really excited to for the world to hear your new album and i wish you so much good stuff and please um keep in touch hopefully we'll be together in january out in anaheim i'm keeping well invite crossed. me please <laughs> please invite me i would love to come and and support anybody there yes. i just think that she rocks is just awesome yes we're, we're gonna do that and uh i'm i'm hoping i'm keeping my fingers crossed that we get to do she rocks in 2021 <laughs> i hope so too maybe, we'll, maybe really our do. timing will be just right <laughs> i think i think it will be i yeah. really do I, I, hey, no virus is going to keep us girls That's down. right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You're a sweetheart, and I know <laughs> I will see you soon. And thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, thanks so much. You take care. You too, honey. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye.